Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! The one good game this weekend is now Michigan and Penn State. Now, we had to put up with Gus Johnson, but, I mean, telling us it's the greatest game in the history of mankind. Uh, but, I mean, it is uh, in Happy Valley, which gives the Nittany Lions, you know, purportedly an opportunity to win the game. You never trust Franklin in these spots. Never in a million years would you ever trust him. Uh, they were awful against Ohio State. His, his offense, his, his play calling and everything else was terrible. But if they're ever going to give you a good effort, this is the game that they will and give you a chance to win. As Gary told us yesterday, this would be the day on Saturday early on uh, against Michigan because theoretically Penn State still has an opportunity uh, to win, uh, to get into the Final Four. You know, if they ever beat Michigan and then Michigan turned around and beat Ohio State, uh, you know, they theoretically, then they, and I'm not sure how they would do that coin flip, but theoretically they could be in a situation where they could play the Big West and they're going to take a Big Ten team in that Final Four. So I guess it's not impossible, especially if they dominated Michigan and look real good doing it. but And if they dominated them, they would look good. Uh, but this is, uh, you know, they still have an outside chance if things broke incredibly right and they won uh, to participate uh, there in uh, New Year's Eve or January 1st, I think it is this year, uh, in the uh, in the playoff in the semifinals in college football. Uh, but again, uh, you know, that is the best game of the week. Now, what they're going to do with Harbaugh, and this is where we get to here as we begin the show, what they're going to do with Harbaugh, and this is Petiti, uh, and Petiti is a very good he's an he's a listen he was a great number two man for MOB he was a great number two man behind McManus with CBS Sports um, so he has been a number two man a good part of his career a great number two man but a number two man nevertheless this is the first time that Tony has been a number one man now Tony was the number one man at the MLB network but I'm not going to count that he's the number two man with MLB and he was the number two man with CBS and now he's the number two now he's the number one man here at the Big Ten Conference and how he handles this whole scenario with Harbaugh is an absolutely fascinating look. I guess he's got a chance in the next day or so to make a decision of what to do. Now, uh, if you want my two cents, I would suspend him, as Gary and I discussed yesterday, and Gary's on top of this, I would suspend him for the rest of the regular year, which means four games. You know, they play, obviously, Penn State, Ohio State, they're so fortunate, the Big Ten Championship game, and they got one other game in the middle there. I'm not sure who it is next weekend, but uh, that's what I would do. I would suspend him the four games and let him come back on January 1st. If nothing else, to call off the dogs. Something has to happen to Michigan uh, to placate the other coaches and the ADs in the Big Ten Conference. You just can't let Michigan, you know, and their evidence is there. We saw the we saw the guy who got the staffer all over the place at every, every stadium in the Big Ten Conference. We saw him with the disguise with the Central Michigan game. Purdue said the same thing. Thing. The guy wouldn't shake, uh, the head coach of the Boilermakers wouldn't shake Harbaugh's hand on Saturday night. So, I mean, th- this occurred. Now, whether every other school does this too, fine. And maybe they do, but he got caught. And uh, Petiti is going to have to do something to placate the rest of his conference. And so what he does will be fascinating. Now, as Gary said to us yesterday, if you suspend him a couple of games, Penn State and next week, and let him coach the Ohio State game, Ohio State says, oh, no, no. You suspended him against Penn State 
hating on us. That's not fair. So, Petiti, to me, I would do the easy call. I would suspend him for the rest of the regular season, including the Big Ten championship game, which they don't need him anyway. They will need him against Penn State and Ohio State. I would suspend him there, and he has to take control of the situation. Petiti does, and of course, Harbaugh, that's his uh, program. If he didn't know, he should have known. If he didn't know, shame on him. So, he has to know that what he did and what his program did was was not the right thing to do. Is it the end of the world? No. We saw Belichick do it with Spygate. We saw the Astros do it, of course, with the sign stealing. It falls along the lines of the same scenario. Michigan likes to consider themselves above and beyond you know, the, the great program, that high academic standards. Uh, you know, we, we want to win, but we try to do it the right way. We're not trying to cut corners. That's what Michigan likes to think of themselves as a, you know, a better Stanford in football. I mean, they like, you know, Big Ten, it's Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan this, Michigan that. A Michigan man. How many times have you ever heard of a, a Nebraska man? Not a word, but you hear about the Michigan man. You know, he's a Michigan man. You know, hear that all the time with their chin up and their chest puffed out like, you know, we're Michigan and you ain't. And, you know, and this is a, this is a very, very ugly scenario. Again, I don't know if it's that big a deal as far as the one loss record is concerned. Like most things, and that goes back to Watergate, who Nixon had, you know, he did not have to break in uh, to the Democratic headquarters to win that 72 election. He would have won it in a sleepwalk uh, against George McGovern. But he did, and then he covered it up, and out he goes. Uh, you know, same thing in a lot of ways with Belichick, with Spygate, and I'm not sure what he got out of that. And the same thing goes with the Astros, who won a World Series anyway, and have since won and been to a couple of World Series and won another one. So, I mean... But if you get caught and you do something that is crossing the line, and this is, you need to be punished. I don't believe in kicking the—I don't believe in—see, to me, making them and suspending them and disqualifying them from the Final Four doesn't make any sense. Number one, if you do that, and then, you know, whoever wins, for the rest of their day, they're going to hear, well, you know what, Michigan didn't go that year, and you wouldn't have beaten Michigan. You're going to hear Michigan say that. You're going to hear Big Ten people say that, that it's sort of a Final Four that it's tarnished because Michigan was not involved. I mean, Michigan probably won't lose the game. And Michigan's been dominant, and Michigan's been in the last two of these things, and they're due to win one of these games. And if you win a uh, a championship, if you're, you know, whether even Georgia, uh, you know, or whoever that might be, Florida State, and Michigan is disqualified because of, uh, you know, what they did against Rutgers. It's going to look bad for them because they're going to say, oh, no, no, fine, you won, but Michigan didn't play, and they probably should have been able to play, and they weren't able to, and who knows if it would have beaten Michigan. So why do you want to tarnish your championships at the end of the year by doing something along those lines? Uh, and, and, and the idea while you're hurting Texas or Oregon or a team that's in that fifth or sixth spot, that doesn't make any sense either. Texas has plenty of chances to... To get into the Final Four by their positioning and by their abilities on the field. If Texas goes out there and beats Oklahoma in a championship game, they got a good chance to participate in the Final Four. If Oregon beats Washington in their rematch in the Pac-12 championship game, they got a chance to play in the Final Four. Whether Michigan is or is not, they still got a very good chance to play. So, uh, you know, the idea Michigan, uh, Texas and Oregon and Alabama still have a chance to play themselves into the tournament regardless 
Congress of Michigan. If we get to a point there in middle of December where somebody got screwed because Michigan is allowed to go, then we'll readdress it. But as of right now, in the second week in November, with plenty of football to still go before important games, uh, Texas, Oregon, Washington, Alabama, those kinds of teams, or specifically the one-loss team, so I'll eliminate Washington, but Texas, Oregon, and Alabama, they still have a chance and a good one to get in anyway. If Alabama runs the table and beats Georgia, Alabama's got a hell of a chance to get into the Final Four. If Wash, if Oregon runs the table, they're going to knock out Washington. They're going to take a Pac-12 team. they got a chance to get in the Final Four. In Texas, same thing. If they go out there and beat Oklahoma again, you know they can point to their win at Alabama to get them in to the Final Four. So I, it's not like Michigan, to me, I, I don't look at Michigan at the moment of stealing a spot. Uh, and I think if you keep Michigan out and they turn around and beat Penn State and Ohio State and look very good doing it, you are going to tarnish the Final Four because everybody, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people are going to say, well, geez, I mean, you know, all right, you won the whole thing, but Michigan didn't plan it. And a lot of people think Michigan would have gotten a rule deal. Because this is really more about Harbaugh than it is about the Michigan players themselves. So from that standpoint, if you're Petiti, and sooner rather than later, Tony, okay? If you're Petiti, uh, and uh, listen, I've known him for a long, long time. So uh, I can, if I want to talk to Tony that way, I can do it on the air. He hired me in the MLB Network. So, I mean, Tony's one of those guys who listened to Mike and the Mad, Mike and the Mad Dog back in 1989. So uh, uh, Tony and I are uh, relatively friendly. So from that standpoint, I can I can tell him what I think, and he's not going to take offense. And uh, no offense needs to be taken anyway. But Tony needs to make a call, and I think he needs to make it quick. And if I was him, I would get the other presidents in the mix, and I get the other presidents of the Big Ten to call up their little buddy there who runs San- who runs Michigan and say, "Listen, take your punishment. Don't go crazy. You're going to be able to play in the Final Four if you win two games, but." Jim's not going to be able to coach the rest of the year. That's it. And he can come back on December 31st, which I think is fair. Four games, two against Penn State and Ohio State, and the Big Ten Championship game, to me, is sufficient punishment for Harbaugh, who's probably doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, as far as stealing signs is concerned. So that's what he should do, Tony, and I would do it ASAP. I, I, I'd get him out of there right now where he couldn't coach Penn State. I don't, want him around, I don't want him around the program. None of this nonsense where he's allowed to be there until basically, you know, Saturday at 9 a.m. That to me is a joke. Like he can prepare, he can do all those things, get his team ready. He just can't be on the sidelines. I'd, I'd kick him off the program. Jim, we'll see you, uh, you know, the day after the Big Ten Championship game, you can come back. That's a month. Four games. That's what I would do. And, you know, if Michigan threatens lawsuits, you know, I would first try to have my other AD presidents or my other ADs and presidents of those Big Ten schools try to talk them out of it. And if they do threaten lawsuits, I let them do the lawsuits. Go ahead. Sue me. You want to get involved in a nasty squabble where it's going to look bad for everybody and you want to go bring down 9 million people along with your own self because of a a minimum three or four game suspension of Harbaugh who cheated? Go ahead. Go do it. I'm going to I'm going to make you do it. And I would bet you Michigan comrade heads would prevail after they would go crazy for a day. Ah, you know, we're not going to we're going to fight this. This is out of line. I think after they, you know, talk to some people and got a little lay of the land, they said, you know what? Penn State, Ohio State, that's when the two games. we got Ohio State at home. Hey, come back for the Final Four. Put this behind us, and that's the end of it. That's the way I would look at it if I was Michigan. And I think Tony would be the smart—that would be smart for Petiti to do that. To let this hover 
and to not do anything at all and have everybody have to talk about this for the next month, which obviously would affect the two big games on TV. I don't know how Fox doesn't discuss this on uh, Saturday afternoon. How does If he's coaching Saturday, how is this not a major theme in the broadcast? I don't know when's the last time Fox did a Michigan game this year. They've been all, all over. They've been on Big Ten game. They've been on NBC, everything else. I'm sure Michigan-Nebraska, is, is that, the, that the last game? But nobody watched that game. They're going to watch this week. People are going to watch this game this week. And so somebody, uh, and if you don't do anything to Harbaugh by Saturday, the whole broadcast has got to be about Michigan. The whole broadcast. I, I got to hear Gus and Joe Klatt say something. They can't hide. And if you think that this is premature and ain't doing anything wrong, you're crazy. If you don't think Michigan went out there and stole these signs, you're not paying attention. You're a Michigan uh, homer, if you think that. There's so much smoke, there's some fire. Now, you know, I don't know the incredible extent. Maybe some of it's a little embellished, but... He did something he shouldn't do. All the Big Ten coaches and ADs are screaming at Petiti. The presidents are upset. The Purdue coach wouldn't shake his hand. What's the Purdue coach doing that for if there's not something to it? Yeah, I saw Michigan on my uh, scouting our games early in the year. So this has been going on for a while, and Michigan's got to be punished. They crossed the line. Is it a big deal in the big picture of wins and losses? No, but they crossed the line. And somebody has to pay for that. And that somebody should be the head coach who... I don't completely trust anyway. And nobody loves him as it turns out. And nobody loves Jim Harbaugh. I mean, the Michigan people do. Although a couple of years ago, they wanted them the hell out of there because he couldn't beat Ohio State. So now all of a sudden he is, uh, you know, feeding the Yost. Three years ago, they were trying to buy him out. But I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, he needs to serve some sort of punishment. And you might as well start now. You can't let him coach Penn State and, that, that, and then uh, uh, suspend him before the Ohio State game. Suspend him right now, Tony. What are you waiting for? Let him come after you. And this is Tony's first big call. This is not about getting Oregon and Washington to join the Big Ten or solidifying USC and UCLA. All right, that's, it's the breakup. Everybody's doing that. Anybody could do that. It's like Roger Goodell selling his games to Amazon and NBC, CBS, Fox, and ESPN. I could do that with their ratings. It's not that. It doesn't take a genius. Taking Oregon and Washington in the Big Ten to combat the SEC, I can make those overtures myself. That's not difficult. This is a tough call. Let's see if Tony does it right. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.